what's going on Thursdays? And we got banjos? What the hell is the world coming to? What's up, new guy? I'm the Degenerate75. I'm a high-limit DFS player who is here to talk to you about some PGA DFS showdown. And this is the flagship of my station called The Showdown Hoedown. If you don't know, we do it for round three and round four every Thursday or every Friday and Saturday night. But tonight we're doing it on Thursday because, you know, this contest be weird as hell. So if you like the cut of my jib, come check it out. Never forget about the live stream Wednesday, 7 p.m. Lord's time zone as always, which, by the way, somebody told me was the most watched live stream this last week. It probably helps that some of the big names were off, but I don't give a shit. I'm still taking the W. We're still taking it. All right, let's get to it. Hey, make sure you hang around till the end. I will talk a little prize picks. I got to quit blowing off prize picks. And I need to, uh, I'm going to tell you the top uh, uh, top players tomorrow who have really good round three course history. But you got to hang around till the end, you sweaty bastard. All right, let's talk about a little week long. How's it going for me? Well, if you go over here to Cut Sweats, use my code, by the way, uh, half off the first month, best site out there. You know, when you play hundreds of lineups every week, it gets really hard to go in and count and be like, this is how many I have. So I just go over here and I'm like, hey, my contest this week. As you can see, I didn't actually play a ton of volume this week because I really just wanted to focus more on showdown. So I went and pulled out of most of my, uh, you know, medium level single entry stuff and just kind of spammed a whole bunch of smaller tournaments. So as you can see in the big, uh, what is this? The big $5, the 25K, uh, the $5 ticket, the MME, the $150. That's what the fuck I'm trying to say. Uh, you can see things are looking pretty good. We got, we're looking pretty good right here. We have, um, it looks like the cut rate's going to be around 11 or 12%. Willie Z just broke some souls there on 18. Um, but you can see I'm at about 25%. The 5 and 6 is about 32, and I'm at 44. So, you know, we're ahead of the curve there. Let's see what the weekend holds. But you always want to, you know, have more 6 of 6s than the rest of the field because you know as well as I do, you ain't winning a big GBP without a 6 of 6, brother. Uh, and then I can't wait tomorrow. You know, if we have a good day tomorrow, then we'll start seeing the, the pay sweats, which we'll see, like, does our lineup have a real chance to win? Very cool stuff. Love cut sweats. Give it my highest recommendation. Go check it out. Use my code and get half off the first month. All right, let's talk about what the course did today. Well, what did the course do? If you don't know, the uh, the, the the cut is definitely going to be uh, even. I'm sorry. For all of you holding out for plus one, it's been even for like an hour and a half, bro. You should have let Hope go a long time ago. Uh, the course, let's 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 talk about how they played. The north course played 1.22 over. So, you know, quite a, a three-stroke difference from yesterday. But the South course also played about three and a half strokes harder than it did yesterday. So in the end, trying to pick which wave did better, they both ended up relatively within about a quarter shot of each other. I went almost all guys that uh, played South first and then North, right? And that's probably why I have a high six of six rate because that wave did end up doing slightly better in the long run, but not enough to like, you know, pat myself on the back and be like, I nailed the weather edge. But I think what we really want to take from this is uh, the difference between what we saw in round one from the stadium course and uh, stadium course, the south course. I'm still on last week. Give me a break. All right. And what we saw today, because uh, based on what we see with the weather tomorrow, it'll basically let us know how the course is going to play. And this is very important on selecting our players and also, you know, doing some prop bets if that's your thing. Right. So the course was brutal today. But let's face it. It was almost all the wind. It wasn't, you know, the, the flags were in the same spot. They're playing the same course Thursday, Friday. So really, the only thing that I think is going to protect this course course tomorrow is going to be possibly weather and fit and 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 uh and flag placement i the course is about an average it's going to play right at average par on a normal day that's my opinion it's been proven through the through the first day today don't count because today was not normal all right let's start with contest selection uh man i gotta give it up DraftKings. they they keep dipping their toe in the water they almost want to be cool they almost want to be cool but then they're like ah, i can't do it i get too scared and then they pull out right <laughs> probably why they don't have children so as you can see they I, just make this two hundred thousand dk 
People want to play. I guarantee you this will fill. So if they would make this 200000 then we're only talking 25% to first, right? That's so much better than this, which is roughly 30% to first. So I don't love it. $20, you know, and then like the, the prizes. Just go look at 10th place. Seven fifty. that's what? one sixty seventh to first? Get, get the fuck out of here. Uh, the five five five. Let's see. Now this is what I'm talking about right here. This is what I'm talking about. Hundred twenty thousand dollars, thirty thousand to first. That's one quarter. That's good, right? But look how much more stable all the payouts are. That's just such a better structure. I know most of you aren't playing that, so just go play the five dollar tomorrow, man. This five dollar is badass. Oh wait, I lied. I lied. I assumed it was going to be badass because they did so awesome with it today. But as you can see, a third of the money to first. Polly, tell them. I don't have it on. Get the fuck out of here. Or you could just go play in the best contest, the one that I fought to get done. Now they've bumped it up to $25,000, the 18 max $10. If you're going to play $200 tomorrow in GPPs and you don't play in this, you go kick yourself in the nuts. Or you DM me, and then I will get a kick you in the nuts of gram sent to your house, okay? Free of charge. Uh, the Let's see, 44 looks okay? Yeah. But let's talk about some stuff like the $5 single entry is always good. The $1 20 max, beautiful. 10% to first, 40% of that to second. 10th place is one tenth. It's just a very good tournament if you just want to play $20 tomorrow. Uh, my dude, <laughs> my my friggin' uh, one one of the dudes over on the on the Discord uh, definitely won the 777 today after winning the $1,500 yesterday. Talk about running hot. Just a lot of good contests, man. I will tell you this. I will definitely be getting back at cash tomorrow, right? I didn't play cash today. I went full bitch mode uh, because I just decided that I was going to fade Justin Thomas today, right? Everybody's like, Justin Thomas go play so good. Or he's not. Okay? You guys got to stop this, man. Like, he played so good yesterday and didn't putt. He'll be so good tomorrow. Or he won't. So I just decided, you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna fade JT, which is a risky proposition at cash, we might as well just play all GPPs. So I ended up just going all GPPs today. Uh, looked like I don't know. I had some lineups in the top 100. We ain't gonna get there, but it's still a nice day. Faded JT went like 70% ROM. Very happy with the process. Didn't need to play cash, although you know I probably would have faded JT and won at cash. But you know hindsight's 2020. So I really encourage you to play some cash tomorrow, right? And everybody's going to play freaking John Rom tomorrow. Well, John Rom does certain things to your lineups. I think that there's probably a, val a, a very viable path to making a good cash lineup tomorrow that doesn't have Janathan Ramathan in it, okay? Uh, you know, like, go just go look at the good players who are just lingering, right? A Xander Schauffele is just a guy that's probably going to go roast this course this weekend and ain't a soul going to play him, right? Uh, I don't know. You know, maybe that's a little too risky for cash, but honestly, showdown cash is kind of just calculated risk. That's all it is. All right. Let's talk about some weather. Because if you don't know, the first thing we always check after we've talked about seven things is weather. And what do we got? Well, it looks like it's going to be heavenly tomorrow. Uh, 55, so a little cool, but other than that, you know, not too much to worry about. You see over here, absolutely no wind and no gust. It doesn't even color code. Okay. Uh, let's go check out Willy Weather. They're saying the same thing. And of course, uh, what is this? This is uh, the Weather Channel. I've heard they do weather. They actually have it getting up to about eight or nine miles an hour. So they're the only ones that are showing any real gust. I mean, I guess they got it getting up to six. But anything under 10, I don't really worry about, right? So what that tells me is we need to go back and we need to look at how this course played round one because I think that's going to be a lot more telling of how this course is going to play round three. I think that the real only true defense of this course tomorrow, you know, other than being a long-ass course, of course, uh, is that uh, there's going to be, you know, like some tucked flags and stuff. I have to imagine they're going to want to make it a little bit tougher tomorrow. So I would expect the score to be somewhere between even to maybe one over par tomorrow. And so to me, that makes me want to go get guys that are going to get birdies and not just play all these grinders like everybody was playing today. So that's just how that factors in. 
Here's the problem I run into. I have to get all this content done. I have to go make stuff for my Discord. I have to make the Rosetta Stone. I don't have time to make all my lineups. So how did I get 150 lineups in today? Well, it's simple. I went and used the solver right here. The best optimizer out there. And if it'll have all my ownership loaded. It'll have all my projections loaded. Everything you need to not, to not just take your player pool and make good lineups, but take your player pool and make the most optimized versions of it. All those lineups you see uh, of me today in the top uh, 100, all of those were made by the optimizer late, late last night. $25 a month is fucking laughable for something this good. I encourage you to go check it out, okay? Let's get over it, talk about the tournament a little bit. Uh, I think this is going to be weird, right? We're going to have to look at events so we can, we can look at what they've how they did on the south course. Because if you don't know, there's no lasers over at the north course, so we're not going to be able to have any data from there. So we're going to be looking at a lot of events uh, stuff, right? Because uh, we want to see how they played on the course they're all going to be playing tomorrow, which is, of course, the south course, the hard one. Uh, all right. So first of all, we do need to just look at a good general thing. This is always a good idea to do. Go look at round two and just see who scored the best today. Tano Goya. Wait, wait, he's he's yeah, whatever. He ain't, he ain't Japanese, but you say Tano Goyo and not want to have a little Japanese I, I, in your in your in your accent. I dare I, I I dare you to try, you mother father. John, Jonathan Ramathan killed it. Sam Ryder, who, by the way, I am a total Sam Ryder slut, is apparently the second coming of Christ. Taylor Moore played good. The Gim Reaper almost backdoored me. Uh, uh, he was one of my favorite sleepers this week. Almost got there. All he needed to do was birdie at par five. He said, no, no, no. I just I just tease. I don't get you there. So guys like that, you know, like, of course, Jonathan Rom. Jonathan Ramathan can go kill it two days in a row. Go kill it three days in a row. Go kill it four days in a row. The guy is an unbelievable golfer. But, like, Taylor Moore, Sam Ryder. Tano Goyo, like, there's this thing called reality, and it's going to set in eventually. So if you want to go play these guys coming off of a really good round at super high ownership, simply because they're, you know, coming off of a good round, they're up higher in the standings, uh, and, you know, like, you want to play an inferior golfer at high ownership, you go right on the fuck ahead. I think it's stupid as balls, but you do you, boo. What I want to do is I want to go sort by scores, and I want to scroll right down on here to even, and I want to see who made the cut. Who just eked in there? Because no one is going to play. Michael Thompson, Scott Brown, Scott Piercy, Taylor Pendrith, uh, Dylan Fertelli, Robbie Shelton. Uh, no, Nobody's going to play these guys. Well, let's make sure Marty makes the cut. He still has to play 18. If you can't tell, I'm trying to get this out really quick. So some of the guys are still finishing up their round. Adam had one. Oh, he played terrible today. Actually, I had him in my $200 single entry today. He did suck. Can't confirm, but it, that, that don't matter. Uh, no, Nobody's going to play these guys. And you got to remember in Saturday Showdown, there's no position point, so who gives a shit where they start? Okay, the only thing you should consider Saturday when they start is if there's some type of weather edge, and we've already established there's not. Uh, I, I assume they're probably going to go off in threes from one and ten tomorrow, but maybe because there's no football to be up against, they'll put them off in twos all day. I doubt it because, you know, we have limited time, solstice, shit like that, so they'll probably be going off in threes from one and ten. So I don't really think you can chase a real big weather edge when everybody gets out on the course within an hour. So from there, now I want to click over to event because this is going to show us how they played. Not necessarily today, but how they played the one round that they played at the, at the South Course, right? So let's start there. And the first thing I'm going to notice is Colin Morikawa uh, is an animal. I mean, he, his ball striking day was unbelievable. Like, he played so under control and could not make a putt. I will warn you, Colin Moore, I'm not the only person that's going to see this stat. Okay, there's going to be a lot of people who see this. Colin Morikawa will be super chucked tomorrow, right? Everybody like, he'll be so good tomorrow. He could never do bad. Or he could. Okay, just remember, just nobody, Justin Thomas, he's going to kill it tomorrow. I think he literally had the lowest score of anybody over 9K today. Horrific. And you played him at 50%. What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, I mean, if you played him in cash, fine. But if you played him in, if you played him in, in GPPs, you're not playing the game, brother. 
Uh, all right, Max Homa, he looks incredible, incredible. And Max Homa at long, hard courses, I'm in. He actually didn't even – I mean, if you look at his stats today, you would think he would have scored even better. But shooting a minus two when the course is playing four over, he you're going to look pretty incredible, right? So, I mean, th- th- that gets it done. By the way, I'm just searching by approach if you can't see here, right? Because if you don't know, approach is the single most important thing that leads to scoring and scoring opportunities at Showdown. I want to give a quick shout-out to my dudes over here at Fantasy Golf Bag. That is uh, Jason and Drew. They are really ahead of the curve on getting this uh, strokes gained approach data up. They've really uh, uh, started putting some ideas out there that are like, you know, that people aren't considering that I think is super important, right? Uh, Things like what percentage of your shots are really good approach shots? Those ones that almost certainly lead to birdies, right? What percentage of your approach shots, you know, are, was just one shot? Like when Xander got that albatross last Sunday and everybody's like, oh, his approach. He picked up three, stro- three strokes on approach. Well, he picked up like two and a half in one shot. So was his approach really that great for the whole round or was it one shot? That's the kind of stuff you can dive into over there. So I encourage you to go check it out. Fantasy Golf Bag. Uh, Drew and Jason do a, uh, super great stuff over there. Uh, easy, easy to analyze. I, I encourage you to check it out. I'm definitely going to be using some of their uh, stuff myself. From there, uh, Robbie Shelton, if he makes the cut, he could be really interesting. Played the South Course great. Played like an asshole today. Can't confirm. He's in my. Uh, uh, he's in with some of my lineups. Justin Thomas. Okay, see, this is the problem. Justin Thomas played horrible today, but it's still showing his data from uh, the, 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 the day that he played the South Course where he was God himself, and then today he remembered he's Justin Thomas, and he can't put two good rounds together. By the way, <laughs> the biggest bounce back play. Everybody, he screwed me. I'm never playing that guy. Okay. <laughs> if you hold grudges at PGA DFS, let me just go ahead and tell you your future. I can see the future. You're a fucking loser, and you're never gonna win. There you go. I, I can see it. I can see the future. I am. I am no. St- I am degenerate, Thomas. I don't, that didn't make that sense. It wasn't that good. Okay. From there, uh, let's see. Uh, other people. Mullinax looks pretty good. Look at. I mean, just go. Go look at these guys that really killed it on approach, right? Brendan Steele. I, I cannot believe he's playing so good. He played the South Course today. I was like, ha ha. He'll suck. He didn't. He didn't. Uh, Taylor Montgomery played the South Course great. Actually, didn't even do that great at the North Course today. Yeah, Tony Finau is another one of those guys. Just snuck in on the number. He's down there at the very bottom. He, I could never play him. He sucks this week, man. You watch him putt. He could never do good. Or he could. I'm telling you, you got to get over this stupid way of thinking. He didn't play good yesterday. He can't play good tomorrow. I mean, that's just such a simple way of thinking, especially when Tony's underlying stats are really, really good. Yes, he putts like a fucking moron. I watch it too. I have him in my lineups too. But like, you know what? You can figure that out, Okay. Sungjae, bounce back city tomorrow. Uh, Keegan was pretty disappointing today, but this is what I'm looking at, right? I just want to see guys who had good approach on this course because that is the single most important thing. From there, I'm going to go look at some dudes that sucked around the greens, preferably people who made the cut, right? Like, Gary Kigo made the cut and, you know, like, shot a four over, right? Oh, I couldn't play him. That's horrible. But look, he did it almost all to himself at short game, which is just putting plus uh, around the green, right? If if, if you don't remember last Sunday, Gary Kigo is a guy that can win you a Drake play. Uh, from there, uh, other guys. Lonto Griffin made the cut. Horrific around the greens. Brendan Steele, incredible. Like, just incredible. Like, if you're just, I mean, I don't think he can keep putting like that, but, man, it's it, he he shot a minus two on the hard course today, chipping like an asshole. Pretty impressive stuff. Okay, although, if you haven't seen the interviews with him and Sam Ryder, I don't know why they keep interviewing those two together, but he is awkward as hell. Like, he is a goofy, goofy nerd. All right, uh, from there, let's see. Other guys. Uh, you got to make sure they made the cut. So that's kind of what we're looking for here. Ricky Fowler. I mean, you know. And then the last one, off the tee. 
Did anybody kill themselves off the tee but still made the cut? Like, Kevin Strillman's actually doing everything good except off the tee. And a lot of that, if you go look, you can see, oh, well, like, if I, well, we can't because this is his, uh, uh, I want to say, oh, I want to see round one. So when he played this course, his off the tee, look, he lost 1.15 on this hole. And then, okay, so he kind of just sucked off the tee all day, right? But sometimes, and this is what I love to do, I love to go click on these guys and make sure that when they have, like, a bad round off the tee, it wasn't just a single shot, right? Like, uh, today, uh, let's see, let's go find somebody else who made the cut. Trey Mullinex, killing himself off the tee, which, by the way, is actually a really good driver of the ball. So if I go look and I look at Trey Mullinex off the tee, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. 1.23. He only lost 1.86, so he lost 67% of all of his strokes in one tee shot today in which he double bogeyed. So, like, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not freaking out about Trey Mullinex's off-the-tee numbers when he did almost all the damage on one hole. What I'm going to see is Trey Mullinex made the cut on the number, no one's going to be playing him, and his approach at the stadium course was sick. That's how you get on guys like that, that you just got to see through the numbers. Go click on their name and see if it was a one-shot thing or if they're consistently doing good. This is what I was talking about with Fantasy Golf Bag. It measures how many good approaches they have and not just simply did they hit a good shot or a bad shot which manipulates all their numbers. Because in an 18-hole round, that small of a sample, one really good shot or one really bad shot completely distorts your numbers, okay? And so you gotta go and dive in there and look at those numbers. And so that's that, Trey Mullinax is a guy that I'm not gonna be afraid to play tomorrow because even though his off the tee looks horrible, I can see I can go look at the stats and see it was one bad drive. And as a guy who plays golf, I've had one bad drive. Only one, but I had it. Okay, from there, I just want to remind you of one last thing. Go look at scores. Sam Ryder, Brendan Steele, Tono Goyo, those, uh, uh, Max Homa, they're all going to be mega chalk tomorrow, which is so funny to say because three of those guys fucking suck. So you're going to go play mega chalk tomorrow because they're in the lead and they're playing good. Well, how, let me go ahead and give you a counterpoint here. Uh, they all suck. And they're going to be nervous as hell tomorrow. Okay, these aren't guys that are used to being at the top of the leaderboard. Maybe Brendan Steele a little bit, but like, you know, Goyo and Ryder, get out of here. Right? Like, like they're playing good. I'm going to play them. But you got to remember, Sam Ryder starts with the exact same amount of points tomorrow as Robbie Shelton. Well, yeah, Robbie Shelton made the cut. Let's go. All right, so there you go. That's what I'm saying. Like, Robbie Shelton in a vacuum is 50%. He 50% of the time if you put Sam Ryder versus Robbie Shelton tomorrow, 50% of the time Robbie Shelton will outscore him at DFS. Yet, yet Sam Ryder will be something like 10 times higher owned. Now, am I telling you to play Robbie Shelton? No. First of all, I don't give a shit who you play. Second of all, Robbie Shelton's just some random slap dick I'm pulling down here, pulling from down here that's roughly the same price as him, right? Uh, you could use any of these guys. Nick Hardy, Donovan Fertelli, Marty any of those guys would work, right? The point is, is like Sam Ryder isn't just because he's played well the last two days does not make him any more likely to beat these guys in a straight reality world, okay? Just knowing how the world works, he is 50-50 to beat all these guys that are the same talent as him who are starting way down at the bottom. There you go. Maybe even less because he's going to be nervous as balls, okay? Because he's not going to, well, actually, I guess he'll still be playing with his nerdy buddy, Brennan Steele, and they can <laughs> laugh it up after, uh, during their interviews where the interviewer's asking them to talk about the other guy's round. What are we doing, Golf Channel? Get out of here. Stupid. All right. You want to know who is the best round three scorers that are some nice cheap prices? You want to know some good price picks? Hold on one second. I'll tell you. Don't forget to go smash the like if you would. Uh, we're trying to get to 3,000 by the Masters. Help my man out. Spread the word. Uh, I've heard YouTube won't spread me around because uh, I have an F-bomb problem. Hey, go check out the best website out there. It is djn75.com. That is my website. Uh, it is growing unbelievably fast. I can't believe it. And I just want you to know there's three reasons why. A, 
w- there's no picks. I'm not going to be like, here's your top six picks this this tonight. Okay, no, none of that. It's a great community. We are we're like a great community of people that cheer each other on, share information, root for each other. But most importantly, it has the best tool out there called this, the Rosetta Stone. And you can see it has all the information. You don't have six hours tonight to go look at all the stuff you need to make good round three lineups. How about I put it all in one place and color code it to give you an idea of what are the best plays, who are the best plays, and why they're the best plays. Even though I don't give you a single pick, you derive what you want from that. If you think some stats matter and some don't, well, ignore them and go focus on them. That's what the Rosetta Stone does. You can only get it one place, dgen75.com. All right, let's do those guys who are really good scores. If you want to see four guys who are fairly priced who are really good round four scores, Keegan Bradley. All right, round three scores. Brennan Steele, are you kidding me? Am I going to play Brennan Steele tomorrow? Aaron Rye, I could never play him. He lost six shots today. Okay. And Sung J.M., Bounce back God manana. Okay. Last thing for prize picks. Here's what I encourage you to do when it comes to prize picks tomorrow. I would bet that uh, prize picks lost their ass today, right? Them, and don't forget, underdog does it. Underdog actually a lot of times has better lines. So go check them out too. I ain't, I ain't fucking partner with prize picks. I don't care who you play with. But I would tell you this. I think the course, I, I think good players, if you're getting them at or around par, right? If they're going to hang out some lazy ass 71, 71.5s tomorrow, I think good players, especially good players on bounce back rounds like a, like a Sungjae, a Xander, a Finau, people like that, I think they're going to smash those numbers. I think you're going to see a lot of minus three and minus fours from those good players. So if they overreact to the weather today and how the course played, you go take advantage of that and you take unders on strokes and you take the overs on birdies because they, they lost their ass today, by not giving the the brutality of the South course enough respect. So now I think they'll probably swing back the other way. And I think because of that, you're probably going to catch them putting out some tentative lines. And if I see Finau at like a 71, I'm smashing the under. If I see Finau at 4.5 birdies, I'm smashing the over. Okay? That's what I'm doing. That is how you play it tomorrow. Be ready. Jump on it because those lines will move quick. So be hit and refresh and get on it as soon as it comes out. Last thing, go give me a follow on Twitter. Always feel free to send me a DM. I'll always get back to you in a timely and thoughtful manner. I don't play off. I'm not like a content creator that doesn't have time for you. I hope you've enjoyed this show. I will definitely see you tomorrow for round four showdown on a Friday. What the hell is my life? I got to go get the Rosetta Stone ready. Come check out my website. It's been real. I hope to see you again tomorrow. But most of all, hope you enjoy this outro. Thank <laughs> you.